Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's June 2nd, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine, here again with your Daily News Roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, a little bit about employment numbers, top headlines, and more. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin, Ether, and other risk assets are up, in some cases significantly, in markets trending higher. According to official statistics, the U.S. economy added 339,000 jobs in May, according to a new report out this morning from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's ahead of an upwardly revised 294,000 jobs in April and sharply higher than economists' forecasts of 195,000. It's worth noting that the size of this beat relative to expectations is essentially impossible in the world of statistics. And paradoxically, the unemployment rate actually rose significantly to 3.7% versus 3.4% in April and against estimates of 3.5%. All told, the numbers are super funky and we're going to dig into them in depth on Monday, but we're running short of time today, so we'll have to wait until then. But of course, the big news is that the U.S. Central Bank meets next on how to further manipulate our money on June 13th through June 14th, and markets are divided on whether the central bank will again boost rates, a sharp change from just one month ago, when investors were nearly certain that the Fed would pause its rate hike cycle. That switch in attitude over the past few weeks has taken a toll on Bitcoin, which tumbled from nearly $30,000 to the $27,000 level it was at just prior to this morning's data. It's since gone up. Meanwhile, some analysts are saying that Bitcoin has reached an accumulation phase. In an email to Coindesk, Bob Bass Axley, that's the CTO of DeFi infrastructure platform Maverick Protocol, wrote that, as we've told you before, crypto markets may now have to reckon with the U.S. Treasury Department having to replenish its general account, which was drawn down since January to almost nothing. And that is likely to sap liquidity, otherwise available for digital assets and other risk investments. Quote, the risk here is that the roughly trillion dollars flowing back into the general account could suck a tremendous amount of liquidity out of the market, Baxley wrote. Continuing, something like this happened in 2019, and the strain on the market basically compelled the Federal Reserve to step in and add emergency liquidity to prevent a full-blown crisis. So, in short, just because a deal has been reached doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. End quote. But even with those headwinds, Baxley optimistically wrote that crypto investors seem to be in a general accumulation phase. Quote, The moving averages are pointing to neutral or perhaps a little more bullish, suggesting that we're in the process of building another foundation for a further leg upwards, he wrote, noting that markets had already priced in potential U.S. central bank rate hikes, which in the past had shaken prices. He concluded, What matters most in this day and age is liquidity, and much of what plays out in the coming weeks is likely to depend on how carefully the Treasury can carry out its replenishing process. Most investors are taking a rather cautious approach right now as a result, I suspect. 
Today's crypto coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk Markets Analysts, Lilila Ledesma, Amkar Gudblay, Sherry Amal, and James Rubin. Bitcoin is currently trading at $27,073 per token. That's about 0.6 of 1% over the last 24 hours, while Ether is trading at $1,890 per ETH. That's up 1.5% over the same time period, according to the Coindesk Market Index. And speaking of the Coindesk Market Index, we're looking at an absolute reading this morning of 1,112. That compares against yesterday's reading of just 1,200 and represents a more than 1% gain across top-traded tokens on the day. Turning to traditional markets, in the U.S., indexes were significantly higher, with all three of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, and the Nasdaq Composite up between just under 2% and 2.25%. In Europe, the trend was the same, but the indexes traded much more closely. The regional stock 600, London's FTSE 100, and Germany's DAX were each up about 1.5%. In Asia, the range was more extreme, but the trend was the same, with China's Hang Seng coming back to life with more than 4% gain on the day, while the Shanghai Composite logged just over three quarters of a percent. In Japan, the Nikkei 225 rose by one and a quarter point. In commodities markets, Brent crude, that's the international benchmark for oil, rose by more than 5% to trade above $76 per barrel. Gold, meanwhile, continued its recent slow creep of gains, up another three-tenths of a point, and currently changing hands at $1,993 per troy ounce. Not a bad year. First Republic, that's our troubled banking sector indicator, was the big loser, down a further nearly 6% and trading at around $0.25 per share. Remember, that's down from $140 per share just earlier this year. Today's traditional markets coverage draws from MarketWatch. Stay tuned for after the break. We're going to take a look at some quick headlines. We'll be right back. The U.S. Commodity Future Trading Commission, or CFTC, has proposed an overhaul of its rules for risk management. In a new proposal out yesterday, CFTC Commissioner Christy Goldsmith-Romero said the changes should insist firms prepare themselves for crypto volatility and the risks from holding customers' digital assets. The CFTC's proposal invites comments on possible changes to the agency's risk management program, with Romero saying that, quote, technologies like digital assets, artificial intelligence, and cloud services also have emerged as areas that can carry significant risk, end quote. She also flagged the ongoing issues regarding the industry's custody practices, saying, quote, brokers may explore holding customer property in the form of stablecoins or other digital assets that could result in unknown and unique risks, end quote. The CFTC have, of course, been vying to be the crypto regulator in the United States for quite a while. And this is yet another no-action course of action by a regulator to do something in the name of regulatory clarity. Of course, it would be nice if they would coordinate and not both try to do the same thing at once. But hey, who can really ask for anything like that given the current state of the U.S.? Coindesk's Jesse Hamilton reports. And finally, we've talked about how Senate Bill 1751 in Texas, that's a bill which is perceived as being anti-Bitcoin mining, was stopped at the committee stage in the Texas state government earlier this week. And now, Lone Star state legislators are throwing support behind two bills which are seen as supportive of Bitcoin mining. Those bills, which are SB 1929 and HB 591, again in the Texas state system, have made it through the legislative stage and are currently awaiting Governor Greg Abbott's signature. If signed, they take effect on September 1st. Senate Bill 1929 requires miners whose energy capacity is larger than 75 megawatts to register with the Public Utilities Commission, or PUC, of Texas as large load operators, as opposed to the failed SB 1751, which had a capacity of just 10 megawatts. Meanwhile, HB 591 is expected to introduce tax exemptions from companies that put to use otherwise wasted natural gas. The Bitcoin mining industry is, of course, intimately tied to the energy industry, and as a result, Texas is one of the largest Bitcoin mining hubs in the world due to cheap energy and relatively friendly regulation at the state level. Coindesk's Eliza Gritzy has more on this one. (music) 
And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. Today's episode was edited by Ryan. And for those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can send us an email at podcast at coindesk.com. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. 